Welcome back to the show. I'm Katie Richardson. This is What's Working Now. We have a special, special guest today. He's smart, he's talented, he's creative, he's ambitious and driven. He's Truman Richardson, my 17-year-old son. Truman, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. We're going to have some fun. So before we hopped on, you asked the question, Mom, what are we going to talk about? And I said, talk about being a senior, homeschooling, living in Puerto Rico, surfing, working for a software startup. That's what we're going to talk about today. Does that sound good? Pretty awesome. Okay, cool. Okay, so how old are you, first of all? I'm 17. And where did you learn how to drive? Puerto Rico. Yeah, here. I actually, you might not know this, Truman, but I, I consider that to be an inco- accomplishment because tell everybody what the roads are like here. Yeah, it's pretty different. I it's pretty bumpy. Uh, all the drivers aren't, drivers aren't too good. So you're getting cut off and they're swerving kind of. So it's a little tricky. Yeah. And you're a very alert driver. Do you remember? So Truman came with me. I was speaking for a client at his event in Las Vegas. I brought Truman with me. We rented a car and hopped into the car and got onto the free, freeway. And you were like, whoa, what did you notice? It just felt like a treadmill. It was so smooth. And it's just straight and flat. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool because in that moment, I was like, oh, he's learning to appreciate smooth roads. And that's really fantastic. Yeah. What did you think of Las Vegas, by the way? I think that was your first time there. Yeah, first time. It was it was cool. It was different than I expected. Um, I went out on the strip by myself a couple times. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think we may have gotten Chipotle and some of the restaurants that we missed. Yes, Chipotle Bayer. They do not. Okay, so you are a senior, homeschooling senior. Tell everybody kind of what a typical day in the life of Truman looks like. You don't have to hold anything back. Okay, I'll wake up around probably 8. Um, if we're not surfing, if we're surfing, we'll probably wake up at five and go to our surf spot for a couple hours. But if I'm not surfing, I'll wake up around eight, um, I'll get myself some breakfast and then start wherever I'm doing that day. And recently I've been doing the graphic design for this company and most of my day has been that and I've been reading. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about this design project that you've been doing. There's a software startup company. I was kind of the contact in that. I they I identified that they needed help with their identity. And I said, hey, I've got a really talented 17-year-old that could really help you with that. And you had some raw skills and abilities, and I was kind of art directing you, but you had to learn a lot of things in this process as well. And we're just wrapping up this project, by the way. It's been about three months. So what are some of the things that you have learned as we have worked together to help them develop their identity? Uh, well, we kind of had to figure out, uh, we had to show her what she wanted. So it's kind of tricky. Um, I was showing her a bunch of stuff, but it wasn't really connecting. So it's kind of figuring out the process of how to work with the client. I've never done that before. And so, and the whole time I was also figuring out the software that I've never used, the Illustrator. So, yeah. Okay, so one of the, 
I love that you saw this. One of the big things that you learned was it's not about what design does Truman think is the coolest. It was about what does the client want? And sometimes, and this is the, as a designer myself, this is the tricky part, helping the client get clear on exactly what they want. That was a process. Like how many presentations did we have to do before you felt like the client could clearly articulate what they wanted? I think it was like four four rounds. Yeah. But we got dialed in and yeah. Yeah. So you had worked really, really hard. So the first round of concepts, you had worked really hard. You had literally come up with hundreds of ideas, Truman. And Truman's got lots of really good ideas. So you had hundreds of really, really good ideas. You had to choose five of them or so. I think we showed her way more than that. but. We showed them in a presentation these different concepts, and I think we got a very unexpected response <laughs> after after round one. So, what was what was the client's feedback after round one? Well, I was just showing letter based logos because in my head that's like what a lot of companies will use, and I didn't think about icons. And if you want to see some icons, then we just did not round of. Uh, kind of symbols that would represent her company. Yeah. Yeah. And she had kind of this loose and vague definition of what she wanted, which was something that was clean, modern, minimal. Uh, I think it didn't, she didn't want it to feel masculine or feminine. It needed to kind of be attractive to both. And those are all really general descriptions. And so it took multiple presentations, multiple iterations, many conversations with the client before the client was really, really clear on exactly what they wanted. And I don't know if you remember that moment. It was like the third or fourth presentation when they were repeating back exactly what they wanted. I was like, Truman, we did it. Like, that's that's what you have to do in that process is really help them decide what it is that they want. So what else did you learn? I mean, one of the things that you had to do was not just come up with ideas, but you had to then present or pitch your ideas to the client? What are some things that you learned as we went through these presentations? You got to be able to like tell a story of how it uh, fits what they're trying to achieve with their company. And it's, yeah, I don't know. In the beginning, it was, it was kind of hard for you because you were like, mom, I feel like I'm just making something up because... I wasn't thinking that when I was designing it because I was trying to, as you would come up with, with all of these different ideas and concepts, I would then sit down and say, okay, how does this relate to the client and the story that they're trying to tell and how does it communicate it? And so as we were practicing that, you were like, <laughs> you were like giggly, you're like, mom, that sounds so fake and it's not what I was thinking. And what's really cool is for you, the story and the communication is really intuitive. And it's natural and it's more feeling-based than it is word-based. And so, but as your mother and as the art director, it was really cool to watch over the four different presentations. You started to develop this ability to tell the story behind the concepts. And it was really cool because the fourth presentation, you led that whole thing and did a very effective job of taking all of the information that the client had given us and then kind of showing her in these different concepts how each of these different concepts in different ways 
was representative of the story that she wanted to tell. So I saw huge growth and progress. Anything else that you learned in this process? Um, you learned Illustrator. Yeah, I learned Illustrator. So if I were to ever do something like this again, I think it would definitely take less time because the whole time I was learning how to yeah, work with a client, how to use Illustrator, yeah, how to give them what they want. So I think if I did it again, I'd do a better, quicker job. But yeah. yeah. And that's the case for everything. I, in college, did a lot of woodworking and I it took me all semester to build this really big, massive dresser. And I was hand planing all the boards of wood and I was, you know, using fancy joints like... Um, I can't remember what they're called, <laughs> dovetail joints, <laughs> butt joints. And, um, you know, it took me all semester. And then I remember at the end thinking, man, this took so long. And I could probably make this exact same dresser in less than two weeks now, knowing everything that I know. And that's the value of projects like this is, yes, it's super cool that you got to design this logo and this software company now has a really cool representation of their story. And you learned a ton. So like this is one of the components of homeschooling for Truman Richardson in Puerto Rico. Now, we should also acknowledge the fact that you, if you were in high school, you would be a senior in high school. Do you feel like, and you can be honest with me here, do you feel like you're missing out on something? Sometimes, yeah, I do feel like I'm missing out on the, the senior high school experience, but at the same time, I'm happy here. I know I'm, I'm having fun. I, I have friends here I hang out with. It's, it's different. It's, they're totally different. They're not the same thing. Yeah. So you can't have both, I guess. Well, I mean, you, you kind of get to experience some of that a little bit. You have a lot of friends that are about an hour north of here and you frequently hang out with them on the weekend. Some of them go to high school. Some of them are also homeschooling. And so it's cool that you get to experience both. These are friends that you primarily have met through church and you go up and hang out with them and get to do some of the high school things, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So Truman is from a really young age. I noticed he was very physically coordinated and he taught himself how to do all kinds of tricks on the trampoline and on the ground, uh, round off, back handspring, back tucks, foals. You were doing foals on the ground at like 10, right? <laughs> yeah. And then like double foals. And I don't even know what else to call them. <laughs> you were just twisting and flipping so many times. I was like, I don't even know what that's called. And so you've taken that to the ocean. And you said something to me the other day. I was saying, what is it you like about surfing? Do you remember what you said? I think you were being silly. I, thought it was I was kind of messing around, but I was like, you're just harnessing, harnessing the water that's traveled from thousands of miles away. And then you just ride it for like 10 seconds and then you're off of it. Yeah. Which, again, like I know you were being kind of funny because we were having at dinner. Do we, does anybody have their phone out at dinner, Truman? Tell people what? What dinner's like in the Richardson household? Well, we're not on our phones, and then my dad would normally play music to match whatever food we're eating that night. So yeah. it's very different every night. And then instead of being on our phones, what do we do as we're eating dinner? Make conversation. 
too. <laughs> we always talk at dinner time. And so this was one of the conversations that we had that Truman was, because Ben was asking him, you know, what is it you like about surfacing? surfing? And you said, I like harnessing the energy of the ocean. I was like, that's, I know you were being silly, but I was like, that's true. And it's super, super cool. Quick question for you. What would happen in your business and life if you could show up powerfully? As a coach to high-performing entrepreneurs, I help intelligent people like you do just that. And then if you want to be inspired by people who are getting more done in 90 days than most people do all year, I'm going to invite you to go check out my case studies. The website is now.katierichardson.com forward slash case study. And the cool thing is we've got so many case studies there. You can find an entrepreneur who's just like you. I've also got a link for you down in the show notes. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so no phones at the dinner table. What are some things that people might be surprised to learn about the Richardson family? What are some of the things that maybe we do differently here? Hmm. At dinner or? Anytime. I guess we do a lot of stuff differently. Um, what does our car look like? Is it clean or dirty? Oh, our car's pretty clean. Yeah, we have a person who comes and cleans it. Yeah, we always, but we all well, need to clean ourselves. Yes, yes. thank you. Yes. <laughs> if you came into our car, there would not be stuff everywhere. Every time we get home, it's always a reminder to everybody. We're very disciplined. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mom and dad try to make sure of that. And so, you know, my room's clean. I clean, I do my laundry, fold it up nice and tight. Um, someone girl's name? Marie Kondo. Yeah. I Marie Kondo my clothes. Yeah, you. And yeah. Yeah. And something else that we like to do in this family, it's on the coffee table when you enter our house. What's sitting there? Oh, chess. Yeah. Hmm? And when you were really young, how old did you start playing chess, Truman? Like first grade? No, it was a chess club. Like before school every day. Yeah. And play chess. So what what were some of the things that playing chess, I think especially at a young age like that, what are some of the things that it taught you? Taught me, I think, I guess. You know, I just challenged myself because you know, there's always better people in the chess club that I couldn't beat, but I could like learn from, you know, so. Yeah. So good. And as a mom, I just love it when I come out of my office and I see two of my kids sitting at the table playing chess. I'm like, this is the best. This is the best. Um, so we talked about surfing. We talked about dinner time at the Richardson family. What are some unexpected things about living in Puerto Rico? Like we told you guys we were going to move here and then less than two weeks later we were on a plane here. What, what is it like being a teenager living in Puerto Rico? I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of stuff to do. I wasn't expecting there to be like, like every day I can just kind of choose between like a lot of things. Like I can go golf today. We, we have a golf club that's free to golf at. 
Um, I can go surf today. I can go spearfish. Like there's just a ton of things I can do. And it's also a pretty good community here of, yeah. Yeah. People from the States that also moved here. Yeah. In fact, at 16, you were able to attend a high end mastermind that was teaching you a skill. Tell everybody about that. Yeah. I was able to attend a real estate mastermind. Uh, I was learning how to wholesale houses. And so I was able to join that. Yeah. So you might be hesitant to talk about this, but I think it's really incredible, Truman, because you've attended two of those now, correct? And you have put in a lot of time and a lot of work. And how many deals have you done so far? Well, I haven't done a deal yet. Yeah. (laughs) You've gotten really, really close. In fact, you had a contract that Jerry was pretty confident was going to come through. And in the end, it didn't come through. Yeah. Yeah. So even though you haven't made tens of thousands of dollars in real estate yet, what have you learned from the mastermind and even just this process of calling strangers and making offers? (laughs) Truman. It seriously is so cool. Like 16, 17 years old, you are doing this. What are some of the things that you learned in that experience? Well, I learned how to talk to people on phones, how to accept the re- the rejection. Because when you're you know trying to wholesale a house, you're going to get like 100, 200 no's before you get a yes. So it's all about just calling even though you don't want to. And... If they say no, it's all right, and they should move on. So, yeah, I think this experience of stepping outside your comfort zone, getting on the phone with strangers, which I don't know if you know this about your mom, but I couldn't talk on the phone to anybody when I was a kid. <laughs> like, not even my siblings. <laughs> I've come a long way. And so the fact that you're getting to experience those things at such a young age and even experiencing rejection and then seeing your own resilience, I think, is such a valuable lesson. Do you think you've given up on real estate or do you think you'll continue to pursue it at some point in your life? I think I'll pursue it at some point in my life. I mean, I have all the skills, all the knowledge. I mean, it's just a numbers game. And so... And you've been super committed to it. And I watched you sit at your desk for hours calling, calling strangers, talking to real estate agents, making offers. And again, it's super impressive. Really cool. It's the whole process of gaining those uh, people you're talking to, gaining all the leads. Okay. Yeah. That was the other thing. You were starting, you were building out a network. Uh, I mean, I, I was, yeah. But I'm also talking about how you get the people you're talking to you know you have to find them that's the whole thing about it yeah yeah so cool okay so you're 17 you still have your whole life ahead of you at this point in your life what is it you think you want to pursue in the next i don't know couple years several years man i don't know i um i'm going on a mission this later this year so i'm putting in my papers it's a two-year-long mission for the church so i mean i guess during those two years i'm not going to be working 
but but you will be working very hard and very hard but i won't be working for money yeah yeah and then beyond that as far as like a profession or a career or skills talents and abilities that you want to develop what do you see for yourself like when i was your age I thought I wanted to be a chef or a chemist. <laughs> Turns out when you're a parent, you're all of those things. What is it you think you see yourself pursuing? You have multiple skill sets. What is it you see yourself pursuing? Mm. I mean, both the things we talked about, they, they interested me and I put a lot of time into them. Graphic design and real estate. So I wouldn't mind doing either of those. But also, you know, artificial intelligence growing. And especially once I get back from my mission in two years, it's going to be like probably totally different. So who knows? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Truman, Craig Richardson, 17 years old, handsome, smart, creative, ambitious, driven. driven. You got your whole life ahead of you. Truman, you're awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, wait, really quick. You've been reading a lot of books through homeschool that maybe most people are not reading. Share just some of the books that you've been reading. Uh, the Master Key to Riches, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Atomic Habits, The Automatic, Mil the Automatic Millionaire. Yeah, there's a lot of books I've been reading about self-improvement, making money. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've even read some maybe political type books. Like what? The Communist Man Manifesto, Animal Farm. <laughs> you haven't read, th read those ones? Oh, well, I need to tell Dad. <laughs> we got to get those ones on your bed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Truman, you're amazing. This has been awesome. And for everybody who's listening, this is What's Working Now. Thanks for listening to the What's Working Now podcast. If you found today's episode to be interesting, be sure to share this with a friend. And if you are looking to level up your organization as a CEO, I'm going to invite you to join the Now newsletter. This is a weekly newsletter. I send it out on Fridays. I tell personal stories, talk about what it's like to build a significant business while raising a family, homeschooling kids. And I even share case studies, very timely, relevant situations where I go into detail how I am helping entrepreneurs navigate, lead, and build incredible organizations. You can get all of that behind the scenes information and more inside the Now newsletter. I've got a link to it right now in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode.